Hi, this is Larry Goldman, and welcome to The Binge 10. Let's start off with the new shows that I watched this week. So here's what came out this week, or at least close to this week. Uh, first off, I finished the second season of Altered Carbon this week. Came out last week, finished it up this week. They definitely did not decide to stick with the second book's plot. So the second season doesn't match the second book. That's a little unfortunate because um, that's a really good book with a lot of... Uh, Surprises, a lot of great action, pretty interesting stuff. But um, in general, you probably should watch Altered Carbon. Some great fight scenes, great vision of the future, and some decent bad guys. Um, Anthony Mackie, who plays the lead, he he's a little stale. Um, he's obviously very anxious. He's obviously very angry. You know, he never had to say or do all that much in the Avengers. And, and maybe we should probably keep it that way. Um, the AIs that help him out are, are pretty funny, like last season. Um, and, and they continue to make the show a little more lively. Um, you know, for this show, you know, when we describe plots, we sometimes think of the word complex. And that means, you know, interesting. It means you have to pay attention. Forces you to try to understand what is happening. Uh, but sometimes we also use the word convoluted, which means it's trying too hard to be complex. And I feel like that's where altered carbon may be. You know, there's times where there's multiple version of the lead character, character Takeshi. There's, you know, multiple people inside people's heads. You know, it's, it just gets a little tough to read from time to time. But in general, this is pretty decent science fiction. I recommend it. Uh, I finished it all the way through, and, uh, uh, you know, it's definitely a big budget on Netflix. Hopefully, it'll get a little truer to the book on the next go-around. Um, uh, second thing I watched this week was Devs. Devs is an FX series, but they're only playing it on Hulu. Um, they released two shows this week, and then I think it comes out uh, every Wednesday or Thursday. Um, Dev is a... It's created, directed, and written by Alex Garland. Uh, he's the Ex Machina guy. So as you might guess, this is another high-tech show. You know, about... Um, well, I don't know if we know what this is about yet. Um, could be time travel. Could be time viewing. Could be AI. Or it could be something altogether very different. Uh, we're not sure yet. Um, Nick Offerman, you know, from Parks and Recs, plays a not-so-funny guy who is the lead... Uh, character and he's you know your standard really rich owner of a tech company um, so he's pl playing a very straightforward maybe even a bad guy here um, definitely no laughs from Offerman just fire it doesn't look like it's going to go that way uh, Allison Phil is in this uh, we just saw her in Picard um, and she plays something in this show maybe a programmer again maybe something different uh, Zach Grenier is also in this uh, last time we saw him he played the asshole mayor in Ray Donovan he played an asshole lawyer in Good Wife guess what he plays an asshole security chief for Offerman's company so he's sticking with what he knows he's good at it um, so it's a really great cast and I think that the fun here is figuring out what they're actually building at this tech company how it's going to be used what it's going to be used for should we care uh, oh, and by the way, there's spies in a murder. So, you know, you're going to get a little bit of everything here. Obviously, it looks like a really interesting show. 
And, um, you know, I hope uh, it just gets better and better. Dispatches from Elsewhere came out this week. Jason Siegel's new show. It had a show on Sunday. also had a show on Monday. Looks like it will typically air right behind uh, Better Call Saul uh, on Mondays. Um, like devs, we're going to need a few episodes to figure out what this is actually about. Initially, it seems that this show is following some people around that may not be happy with their lives. And so, you know, these, this Elsewhere group um, is trying to show them a path to happiness, I think. Um, if not, it's showing them a path to something else. Uh, uh, basically, uh, you know, Jason Siegel's character is one of those people, obviously. He's really bored or really depressed, possibly both. Uh, elsewhere may help him break out of this funk. Unlike Devs, doesn't completely hook you in after the first couple of episodes. It's not like I really wish I could binge this and and really get it going right away. I can wait till Monday on this one. I'll be fine with that. Definitely want to see where this is headed. Looks really really interesting. You have something called the Jujin Institute, but then there's the Elsewhere Society. We got a couple things going on, and uh, I'm really interested to see where this one goes. Uh. Next thing I watch this week is is the next season of Better Things with was on. If you don't know Better Things, this is the semi-autobiographical show with Pamela Adlin. Uh, I remember her most as Marcy from Californication. But if you go to IMDb, she's got like 205 acting credits. Uh, lots and lots of voiceovers and uh, cartoons. Uh, in Better Things, Adlin plays a divorced, I think close to 50-year-old, maybe even 50-year-old actress. Mother of three, two teenagers, and one younger child. So if you are close to her age, this is a pretty good description of what you're going through. Your kids are a pain in the ass, but you're still supposed to be a parent. Your work isn't that fun, but you need a paycheck. And your parents, in this case, just your mom, starting to have a lot of health problems. And so really what you're watching Better Things for is the failures. That's really what you're looking for. This isn't a feel-good movie where everybody's a genius and everybody knows what's going on. No, this is massive failures. Uh, uh, Adeline makes horrible mistakes with her kids. And she's got some great moments with her kids. Uh, she makes terrible career choices and she makes some good ones. Uh, she is a great daughter, then not so much. Uh, in this last episode, she actually kicked her mother out of the car in the rain. When she just got a, um, a heart defibrillator for her. Um, her kids are really intelligent a lot of times, really progressive thinkers. And then her kids are whining, spoiled jerks. So failure is what I think is what makes this realistic and, and really makes it fun to watch. This is not a formula in any kind of way. It's not the standard sitcom where, you know, the parent makes a mistake at the beginning. Through the show, the parent learns these valuable lessons, maybe even from their kids. And then they apologize and they try to teach their kids the same lessons. And then they hug. That's not the way this goes. That's not the way. If you want that, watch The Unicorn. It's a good show. But Better Things isn't really a family show. Uh, Sam, the lead character, doesn't do a ton of apologizing. Instead, she shows constant exhaustion frustration of her situation and she gets through it with uh, a lot a lot of sarcasm a lot of wit a lot of just outright anger uh to the point of tantrums 
it's a really funny show. It's a really great show, something that many of us would uh, would definitely resonate with. Uh, better things should definitely be on your list. Um, other stuff still on the list, still that I'm watching, that you should keep watching. Sinners, uh, Magicians, The Outsider, Briar Patch, Miracle Workers, Project Blue Book, uh, Unicorn, which we talked about. Everything's going to be all right. Or the world and better call Saul. But if you've just got to watch 10 shows this week, what should they be? If you had to narrow it down, what are the 10 shows you should watch this week? And when I say shows, I'm talking about shows that don't that you can't binge, okay? So we'll get to binging in a second, of course. But here are the 10 shows that you should watch this week, uh, you know, that you probably need to see. So The Outsider, it's the season finale, couldn't happen fast enough. We all know what happens has happened so far. If you've been watching it, you kind of knew it was coming. So it's the last episode. The good guys should win. We assume the good guys should win. So you can't miss the last episode, season finale of The Outsider. Better things, we just talked about it. Um, I thought maybe put The Unicorn at number nine or Briar Patch. Briar Patch had a bounce back episode. Uh, so I think that's, I think we're going to see Briar Patch on the top 10 next week. Unicorn, it's a season finale last week, but I saw the preview. Looks like it's going to be a lot of reminding him that, by the way, his wife is dead. Um, I'd go with better things. Number eight, Homeland. I pushed Homeland down a little bit this week. Uh, definitely there was some action last week. Uh, President's plane got shot down. Uh, obviously, we think it's the Pakistanis that did that. Wasn't really subtle. And again, how how bad are these American intelligence agencies? Two weeks ago, Saul got kidnapped. This week, the president got shot down. Our protection sucks. Uh, it's really tough, at least in this show. War of the Worlds, number seven. I pushed War of the Worlds down a couple because I just haven't seen a war happen yet. Right now, uh, the aliens are just kind of bumping us, bumping us off one by one. There's not a lot of fighting. We did get a little insight to the aliens. Maybe Gabriel Byrne is going to fix everything and come up with something on how to fight these guys. Um, but I want to see a little bit more war in War of the Worlds. Number six in Magicians. Mag Magicians is getting really complex. I watch a lot, so maybe I'm just confused. But the complexity of this year's plot between, you know, saving one world and... and and trying to figure out how to travel to the right time and resurrecting the library. Maybe you were resurrecting the library. Maybe you weren't. I don't know. Trying to get the page. Um, torture. It, it was quite a bit in this episode. I still like it. It still makes me laugh. It's still great stuff. But um, uh, I hope they turn a corner and focus on a few things. Number five things to watch this week is McMillions. Um, I bumped it way up this week because I can't wait for the finale. All right, this is it. There's only six episodes. Um, you definitely want to watch this. Uh, you definitely want to be on the um, on the edge of this one. They're going to show us not only who was the original informant, but they're going to show us how he actually stole the tickets. So this should be really, really interesting. Okay, number four, everything is going to be all right. This show just gets better and better. The last two weeks have been absolutely hysterical. This guy struggles to understand how he's supposed to be a parent and then how his adopted girls push the envelope on him 
everything from sex and drugs and school. Um, and he's just trying to get people to get better grades and get into college. Great stuff. Um, number three is Miracle Workers. You know, I think this is the funniest, quirkiest sitcom out there. Every week is something new. Everything is just wild and crazy. Can't miss Miracle Workers. Sinner uh, for number two. Bill Portman's now in trouble. He's in trouble with the law now. He's trying to solve cases, and now he's in trouble. So this gets more and more interesting. The tension is getting really high. Either, either this is just going to be really obvious and end really, really slowly, which means it'll fall on my top ten here, or there's still some other shoe that's going to fall that's going to make this really, really interesting again. Number one, best show on television, Better Call Saul. Um, it got real this week. Saul is Saul. He's helping drug dealers do illegal things, using the law as his weapon. Kim, Kim, his girlfriend, is spiraling into something, wants to help people, but she's got to pay the bills and do corporate jobs. So better call Saul at number one. Falling completely out of the top ten is kidding. The Jim Carrey show, that's just taking me to a place that I'm not sure where it should go. I'm going to keep watching it. I'll let you know if it gets better. So it probably will. But we'll see how it goes. All right. Now, what you should binge. What you should binge end to end. Of course, there's many, many things you could binge. But I'm going to stick with like things that have come out kind of recently. So the things that have come out this year. Here are the top 10 things I would binge uh, if you're looking for something to go through. 10, Altered Carbon. We talked about that this week. It's good enough to make the top 10 list. Nine, Star Trek Discovery. Eight, Mythic Quest. Seven, The Witcher. Witcher is a little bit older, but it was really, really good. So if you haven't seen that yet, lock that one in. Six, Lock and Key. Five, High Fidelity. Four, I'm not okay with this. Number three, Sex Education. Number two, Don't Fuck with Cats. Absolutely amazing. It's only three hours, guys. Everybody should watch Don't Fuck with Cats. Number one is Narcos, of course, Narcos. Okay, stuff I also thought about, Strangers, Truth Be Told, and Hunters. Kind of on the outside looking in for this week. A lot of things coming out this week. I don't know if I'll get to all this stuff. But uh, we got the, the Breeders. I didn't get to the Breeders this week. I'll get to the Breeders next week for sure. Zero, zero, zero comes out. The Most Dangerous Animal of All, The Trade, Beasters, Blood Ride, Kingdom, The Pale Horse, and The Valhalla Mur Murders. Lots and lots of stuff coming out. Netflix premiering things, as always. Uh, even Amazon's got a couple things coming out. It looks like FX is getting really, really active here. So, um, so a lot of things coming out. We'll keep you informed on how all that goes. Um, movie of the week, I saw... Guns Akimbo this week. I think this is the one that's that's kind of in some movie theaters, but they also released it on demand. Guns Akimbo is with Daniel Radcliffe. He's also in Miracle Workers, which I like a lot. In Guns Akimbo, it's one of those sensationalized, uh, you know, movies about people, you know, watching TV, watching rogue TV, and on TV, people are either fighting to the death where they're doing car chases or stuff like that. So it's one of those kinds of movies. This is about fighting people to the death. And Daniel Radcliffe has guns bolted on, nailed on to his hands. He actually can't use his hands anymore. Can't put on his pants. There is a scene with him going to the bathroom. 
So you figure out how do you go to the bathroom when you've got two guns bolted on to both your hands. The violence is out of control. Lots of great kills. Lots of bad guys. Um, you know, there, some of these uh, scenes are just hysterical, either with Radcliffe or with the other people. It's really, really over the top. I saw a preview of this, I don't know, a couple months ago. They didn't know when it was going to come out. It's at least out on demand. Guns akimbo. Uh, it's violent, but it's cartoon violence. That's it for this week's Binge 10. Happy watching this week. We'll see you next week on the air.